clothes on and get ready for an amazing new episode. What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of White Coats Podcast. Today we are talking about mental health and wellness. I have to say this is one of my favorite topics and we're already on season three episode eight. Woo! That's crazy. I'm so proud. I'm proud of Ariel. I'm proud of myself. This is such a great podcast. I'm proud of you too, Laura. Oh my god. (laughs) I have loved recording it. Thank you guys for listening. So today, we're talking, as I said, about mental health. So Ariel, start us off. What even is mental health? What characterizes mental health? Let's go. Alrighty, I'm just going to jump right into it. So a lot of us talk about mental health. Uh, We kind of heard about it, but let's jump in and see what exactly is mental health and what characteristics are part of it. So first off, just to say mental health is much more than just the absence of mental illness. You know, mental health includes our emotions and our social well-being. Uh, This is defined by the World Health Organization as, quote, a state of well-being in which the individual realizes his or her own abilities, can cope with the normal stress of life, can work productively and fruitfully, and is able to make a contribution to his or her own community. Now, a lot of big mm, words here and a that. pretty long definition, but let's jump into it. What, what characteristics are part of mental health? Well... Great question, because I know you guys are all wondering. Well, self-confidence. You know, do not get they do not get too overwhelmed by emotions, such as anxiety, guilt, even love. You know, it could be positive yeah. or negative emotions. Um, lasting and fulfilling personal relationships. Um, you know, refer back to our social wellness episode. For more. Great episode. You guys should go check it out right now Definitely or after this. After this, for sure. Uh, you know, someone with good mental health would be comfortable with others. They can joke around about themselves mm-hmm. and with others, yes. but at the same time have respect for themselves and for others. So you can joke around, be goofy, one. but, you know, still maintain that respect, that boundary. Definitely something super important. I like that you can joke around... I like that joke around about yourself because I find that like some of the most confident people are just able to like laugh at some of their own mistakes or or things about themselves because they don't take it to heart. It's really just out of out of good, good context. Yeah, definitely. Which is awesome. Intentions. Another one is handle a problem when it arises and they meet life's demands and they're able to make their own choices. So this kind of means that if you're faced with a problem, something comes up in your life, just like normal, mm-hmm. nothing is ever yeah. smooth sailing, as we all know. Mm-hmm. And there's just a yeah. problem that comes up, you know, you're able to handle it. You don't get too overwhelmed. Totally. You don't get, you know, caught up in all your emotions. I mean, you're able to sit down and see how am I going to, you know, take and care of this. Exactly. Yeah. How am I going to work I, through it? I like that one. That's like really reminds me of resilience. Definitely. I think that's definitely. so important. And, like, I find that, like, some of the happiest people or some of the people that are the most mentally healthy don't have perfect lives. But it's when the imperfections come up, when when those difficult decisions come up, they're able to look at it constructively and move on. 
and sort of learn how to deal with those issues. So I really like that. Definitely. And lastly, just a little thing to add on. There's different types of wellnesses as we spoke about in this uh, in this season. And these can all contribute to your mental health. So this include emotional, financial, social, etc. These are yes. all have a big contribution to your mental health and mental state. I love that Just a one. quick little so thing. So true. So, Ariel, can you answer this question? Of course. Why should we care? Why is mental health important? Great question. Again, always with the great <laughs> questions, Lauren. So, according to the National Alliance of Mental Health, one in five Americans experience mental health issues, which translate to more than 40 million adults a year. I just wanted to throw that statistic out there. Wow. Just so we can all, uh, us and the listeners, can see, look, wow, this is a lot of people. That's so crazy. before I That's even like jump in, in I exactly before I even jump in, I just want to throw that out there because that's like a huge statistic. Yeah, like that's like looking at a classroom of twenty people. That means that means four people in that classroom are struggling with mental illness. Yep. That's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, it is a lot. It is a lot. So. Mental health encompasses emotional, psychological, and social well-being, which is very big and integral uh, part of our lives. So in other words, this affects how we act, how we feel, and think on a daily basis. This contributes to decision-making, coping abilities, resilience, as you said earlier, Lauren, and how we relate Mm -hmm. to others. So super important because these are things that are going on in our day-to-day lives, pretty much. Uh, And your mental health is either going to, like contribute and help out with that it's either going to make you more social and have better connections whatever that looks like or it's going to hold you back and it's going to keep you from like creating that wellness in those three areas definitely being healthy emotionally can promote productivity and effectiveness in activities like Mm -hmm. work school or caregiving it also plays an important part in the health of your relationships like social wellness like we spoke about in another episode and allows you to adapt to change to changes in your life and cope with adversity proper mental health can aid us in being the best versions of ourselves and assist us in living a fulfilled life which is super important love that so true so lauren let me you know hand over the stage to you what are some (laughs) challenges and factors affecting mental health Okay, so when I was researching these, I didn't, I didn't know, and I think it's really important to know about different challenges that are affecting your mental health to understand your sort of susceptibility to struggling with mental health. It may make you more aware and more concerned with your mental health if you can relate to any of these. So first one is exposure to trauma or adversity. The next one is, is medical illnesses. And a lot of people don't think about this, but a lot of people with, you know, chronic medical illnesses, it's very challenging. You know, it's a lot to cope with, especially if it's, you know, like a lifelong illness. And then also is a family history of mental illness. I know with a lot of different types of mental illness, including substance use disorders, including a, a lot of things like that, you know, it you're more susceptible to mental illness 
if, if this has showed up in your family, definitely. And so next, as I mentioned, we have substance use and not, not even necessarily excessive, but just substance use in general can really, can really affect your mental health and it can at times create false highs, you know, that, that are not formed or not created in your regular life when you're yeah. not on these substances. So it's very important to recognize that, mm-hmm. that role of substances in your life. Next, poor self-esteem. You know, if you have low self-confidence, that's really going to affect your mental health and it definitely will affect your social and emotional well-being as well. Yeah. Next, the next two is, is uh, they're very interesting and unfortunate, but low income is, is definitely something that can affect your mental health. Yeah. Not only because it's a struggle when you're struggling with, with income and with money, but just because, and also, so the next, the last one was, or the second to last one was discrimination. And a lot of minority groups definitely face this. Yeah. And the thing about low income and minority groups is that, is that a lot of times those groups don't have as much access to mental health resources, mm-hmm. which is really unfortunate. Right. Um, so that can definitely affect your mental health. And so the last one is struggling to socialize. And this can either be due to a mental block, low self-esteem, you know, whatever that looks like. But it can also be because there's a pandemic going on. And, you know, maybe it's not maybe it's not the smartest thing to do to be socializing all the time. So as it relates to that, I want to talk about how to maintain your your mental health during this pandemic, you know, and obviously I'm not an expert. But from from research, I know about things that that can definitely help and aid you guys in maintaining your mental health during quarantine, during the pandemic. Yeah, Lauren, please do enlighten us. I think this is something that's really important for all of us during this time because we're all faced with this. You know, it's very difficult when there's a pandemic going on and uh, the whole quarantine and all these factors. or something that yeah. that affects everyone not only if you know you may mm-hmm. think this doesn't relate to me i mean i don't have a mental illness i'm fine but mental yeah. health could be related to every person anyone so no true. matter who you are like you said even if they don't have a mental illness like exactly. you said and and right now this time is so fascinating and unfortunate because this is the first time when especially the united states there's collective anxiety. Mm-hmm. Everyone is affected by this issue of this pandemic. So it's so important to recognize everyone is affected and everyone is affected differently. Some people are mostly affected mentally, you know, how stressed they are, um, stress for their loved ones, you know, everything like that. And also physically, you know, certain people are at higher risk than others. Yeah. And so it's really important to recognize that. For sure. So I want to talk about just like there are certain individuals, just like there are certain circumstances that affect your mental health, certain individuals are more affected or respond stronger to the pandemic. For example, people with existing mental health conditions, 
you know, this makes it extremely hard to, I remember at the beginning, you know, seek help because a lot of mental health professionals are still getting adjusted. They're trying to figure out how to maintain their practice virtually, you know, Mm -hmm. and it can, you can feel really out of touch. Definitely. Next one, people with medical conditions, especially those who are of higher risk for, um, for getting coronavirus. Um, next, those who are socially isolated, not, um, not even necessarily, you know, like people, people who are with your family and you need to self quarantine, which obviously is very challenging, but those who live alone, Mm -hmm. you know, people who already lived alone and now they need to quarantine by themselves. And that's very challenging as well. And of course, people experiencing homelessness, It's a very tough one, as well as essential workers, you know, the people on the front lines really risking their lives so that they can save others' lives. Yeah. So let's talk about what can we do in this this pandemic right now. So first thing is this fear, this anxiety, it comes from, a lot of it comes from the unknown, you know. However, the pandemic, it's been going on for a while. And there's been so much research and people have more information on what coronavirus can do and what that looks like and how it spreads and stuff. So a lot of this anxiety can be relieved by getting informed, taking proper precautions, you know, and that sort of alleviates the stigma and the stress. Next thing, of course, is taking care of your body you know, hygiene, getting sleep, avoiding excessive substance use, maintaining um, well-balanced meals. But ultimately, and what this episode is about, is mental health. Mm -hmm. First thing is unwind. You know, take some time off your computer. You know, Ariel and I, we were talking about this. We are on our computers all day. From all day. From the time school starts or work starts until late in the night Mm -hmm. because we have homework or more work or you want to watch TV. So it's very important to unwind, relax, maybe take a break from screens and stuff. Next is connecting with others. This is imperative for your social wellness and we've talked about that. Um, Obviously everyone has different levels of strictness as it relates to the pandemic. So do what you're comfortable with, whatever that looks like. You just should be engaging with your loved ones, friends, family, all that stuff. And, you know, this could be on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be in person. Just do what's safe, what you feel comfortable with. Yeah. Next thing is connecting with your community. This could be your coworkers, um, school, your teams, you know, through social media, phone, Zoom, you know, just stay in contact and sort of keep up those relationships. Um, it's so unfortunate that this has been going on for so long because it's really easy for some of those relationships to fall behind, but this can really improve your mental health to make sure that you're keeping up with that. Yeah. And lastly, of course, if this is really affecting you mentally, is get professional help. And Ariel is going to talk later, or actually soon next, about, yeah. next, about who can help. What does that look like? And a a lot of the mental health professionals, you know, they're still working safely on Zoom. So it's definitely um, a a possibility and something that you should do for yourself if you can. Yeah. So, Ariel, why don't you talk to us about who can help with that stuff? 
with mental health issues? Great. So there are different types of people that could help. Of course, it depends on the severity of mm-hmm. type and the type of health or sorry, the type of help that you're seeking. Yeah. But ultimately, anyone from your friends or family to a medical doctor can help you with this, right? First off, seek help from your friends and family. You know, they know you best. They, you can vent to them. You can trust them and they can offer you advice, right? So these are, this is kind of like the first stage of people that you might want to talk to and uh, they can offer you advice and they can help you out. Then you have a therapist uh, who could be a psychologist or a licensed marriage family therapist without a doctor. Either one. Either one, of course, yeah, it uh, depends. But they are they offer a safe space to talk to you about your feelings about what you're going through and they can definitely help you out definitely give you tools and give you advice i know from personal experience yeah. and lauren too it's very helpful it's a yeah. very good and safe space so and helpful. something that you it's kind of like you know you have that designated spot whenever you go yeah you know, you let like everything unbiased out. Opinion. Unbiased opinion. Unbiased yeah, opinion, definitely. So it, it, it is very helpful, especially with um, everything that we're going through now and the whole pandemic and just all the time. It's always good to have that space and they could definitely help you. And then lastly, yeah. you have a psychiatrist. And psychiatrists are medical doctors and they are doctors who can diagnose and treat mental health. They could uh, prescribe you medication. They can refer you to specialists. They can perform their own type of treatments uh, that they know to help you. So, yeah, these are the three-ish, four almost people that could help you uh, when when you're struggling with mental health. And it's really important to always seek help, ask for help from whoever you feel comfortable with. You always want to make sure you trust them. You're comfortable. You're able to be truthful with them. And that'll be really, really helpful for you mentally to kind of let all this out, let out what you're going through, and have a safe space to talk to. I love that. That is so true. And last thing that I want to talk about is the stigma around mental health. And this is something that I'm actively trying to break. I know on my social medias, I try to encourage, you know, normalize therapy, normalize medication yeah. because it's okay. And I love it's not totally in our control. And I love that you that you're actively trying to break that stigma because it's a huge yeah. stigma about yeah. mental health, about going to therapy. I mean, all these things are so, you know, there's just a huge stigma on it. It's really important for people to be properly yeah. educated about these things and not just judge it because of what they're told, right? Totally. So I'm really so, great you're discussing this. And uh, yeah. yeah, go for it, Laura. Thank you. So I just want to start off by defining stigma. So it's just negativity or taint associated with a particular concept or person. In this case, it's mental health and mental illness, especially. So it's interesting because society views mental health issues differently as they do medical issues. You know, when somebody breaks their leg, they go see a doctor and it's not there. It doesn't matter, you know, or there's no shame around it. But when someone's struggling with depression or substance use, they try to tough it out. And they say, oh, I don't need, I don't need that help. But that is you so true. Leg, that is so yeah. true. 
if someone broke your, if you broke your leg, you're not going to continue on that broken leg and try to tough out that broken exactly. leg. And they can both affect you just as much, you know? Yeah. And so I want to say the strongest people are the ones that can recognize and address their emotional issues. People associate emotions with weakness. But ultimately, and I think the biggest courage that someone can have is being able to say, yeah, these are, these are my emotions, I'm struggling with this, and I'm working on it. Yep. And also, seeing a mental health professional is completely confidential. Obviously, when you're under 18, you need approval from your parents, but almost everything that you talk about with, with this mental health professional is confidential. Mm-hmm. So there should be no shame or worry in like what you talk about, especially with that mental health professional. I do want to acknowledge that, you know, seeing a mental health professional, there is privilege in it. And like I was saying before, you know, low income and those who are discriminated against at times may may struggle with that. But just here's what you can do. You know, first of all, use insurance. If you don't have insurance, talk to a trusted adult, you know, that that you know will be there to listen and it's a very positive, helpful relationship. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, go to your school counselor. A lot, I think almost every school has a counselor that's there to help you with issues and you can go to them regularly and they just, it's a great resource yeah. to help you. Ultimate, the ultimate idea surrounding the stigma is don't let the stigma of mental illness or mental health issues affect you. You know, number one, don't let the stigma make you feel shameful or weak. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I can say I've struggled with, with mental health issues. It happens. And like you said, one in five people do. It's very, it's a very real issue. Yeah, very. And also don't, the second way that you shouldn't let it affect you is by not going to therapy because of that stigma. No, go to therapy if you need it. Do or do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. You should never avoid doing something because others may not like it or understand it. I agree. So th- those are my final thoughts about stigma and mental health issues. Thank you so much for that, Lauren. I think that was one of the most interesting topics of today's episode. Yeah. Today's episode was really, really important for anyone, whether you know that you're struggling for mental health, whether you're not sure, or you just want to learn about mental health. Super important for everyone, kids, adults, teenagers, whether you're in school, whether you're working, no matter who you are, where you are in the world, it's super important for everyone to have proper mental health and seek treatment if they need it. So So on that note, I hope everyone has a great day. Happy holidays. And don't forget to stay tuned for the next episode next Friday as usual because we're always punctual on Fridays. (laughs) That's right. So uh, we'll see you on the next one. See ya.